Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, the female entrepreneur podcast. Well, hello, my ladies in business. So good to be back with you. And when I say back, it's because I did take a break from podcasts. I love being consistent and not taking breaks like this, but I needed to. And this is part of doing the business in the feminine way. If you didn't know, I recently had a miscarriage with an ectopic pregnancy. And so it was a lot for me physically and emotionally. So it felt right to take a little break from doing podcasts. It's been a couple weeks but it has been so good for me to give myself that time to heal, to be authentic in what I do and what I say, right? What I'm always saying to you to actually do. And that's what I live. So of course, that's how I did it. And I have missed it. I love talking with you here in podcasting and I still ran my business. I still did coaching calls. I was still talking to people on Instagram and doing some posts, but it was definitely different without the podcast where I can just talk with you and share everything I want. I just love podcasts because you can just talk as long as you want. So I'm glad to be back here and to be helping you in a different way, which is with this podcast. And what I want to talk about today is something that came up when someone was asking me, well, what do you even help with? And of course, you know, I am a business and life coach for women in business, doing business the feminine way, helping you see the power that you have as a woman to run a business. But that's pretty like an umbrella term, right? Like what are the details? And it came up because we were talking about my mastermind, Ambitious Women Mastermind, that is actually open right now this week to join until the end of February, February 29th. We have an extra day this month. And so I was talking to this person about it and I realized I need to share this and really help people see what this looks like in detail and give you some of this to use because if you know what I teach, we always want to just give true value when we're helping people. And I want to tell you in eight steps today what it is that you can use to really 10x your business in as short of time as six months. Because so often we get caught in these hamster wheels. We think we're doing everything, but we're so frustrated. And I want to show you what I do to help you as a woman in business to really 10x your business and take it wherever you are today and make it so much easier to grow and to really help you do that. So here it is broken up into eight steps of what I do, what I help you with as a coach in my mastermind and even more in my one-on-one coaching to help you really see that what this will do for you. And I'm just going to give it to you right now. You're welcome. So the first one is number one is to increase the value of what you sell and find a way to create a package. So often I will talk to women and they are charging so much lower than they have to. And they think, oh, people don't want it if I charge too high. And you do need to look at your industry, your niche, what people are willing to pay with your ideal audience, but find a way to give more value to charge more. And this makes it easier when you charge in packages. I often see people charging per session or per item. And what if you have just a package? And like, I'll give you the example of what I do. I do six months 
on both my one-on-one and my mastermind. And it's a package and it has lots of details included of like, we do 12 or 24 sessions. We get unlimited Voxer. You get access to all of my programs that I run while we're working together. You know, those kind of things, I'm putting it into a package and I'm not selling 12 sessions. I'm not selling, okay, let's take this price and divide it by 12 and that's what you're getting. We're actually giving a package of an experience of working with me, having someone in your corner, having all of these different things that are giving value to this package of working with me. And when you're doing this in your offer, say you even have like an item, a product you sell, you can find ways to combine products to give more value to it. So people see, oh, this is more than just buying this product, I see the value in by getting all three of these things together and there's this extra bonus, it's more value. The reason I really emphasize saying you need to give more value is because then you feel great about charging more. I have seen people say like, well, I wanna make more money so I'm just gonna charge more. Now sometimes you're not charging enough, so that's fair, but if you really wanna just increase the value the price goes up naturally and it just makes it easier for you to make more money. So I would tell you to look at your current price, your current offer, the value of it. How could you increase the value and maybe create a package to sell and just make it easier on you and your consumers of what it is that you do and how they can work with you and buy from you. Okay, number two is to find a way to reuse your content on different platforms. I love using Instagram, podcast, and email. Those are my three main things right now. I'm considering looking at another social media one, but I really believe in mastering each platform you use. I mean, we're always learning and getting better, but feeling really comfortable with each platform before you add another. And this is because then you can reuse stuff on different ways formatting it to that platform to then share and give more value. So I don't know if you are on my email list or if you follow me on Instagram, but I've shared this very thing we're talking about today on both already. And that's okay. I'm restructuring it to do it in a podcast. And I've talked with people a lot and they're like, okay, I want to do a podcast, but it's so much more work. And I actually felt when I started doing my podcast, it made everything easier because I wanted my podcast to usually be the main thing that I started with. And then I could reuse little nuggets in posts and I can write some details and an email connecting all of them. And I love to say, this is not just copying and pasting. Like I have the same outline for all three, but using it in different ways, formatting it for what works well for you and reaching your audience on each, but it can actually streamline your content and make it easier to reach more people with less work. Because often what's the hardest part of content is the idea of what you're sharing, what you're going to talk about. And if you can streamline it and say, okay, this is the theme for this week. This is the theme for this month. This is what we're talking about. How can I show it up in different ways on all these platforms? It, it just streamlines your marketing so much and it helps you do less work to reach more people. And this is so valuable because often I see people just spinning in a hamster wheel like we talked about and just doing the same thing over and over and not growing and reaching in different ways. And I really believe in the value of 
email marketing and social media and podcast. So those are my three main ones. But I also always tell people to find your thing. So if you hate writing, but you love talking, then do podcasts. If you hate talking, but love writing, do emails. Like if you're fine with both, do both like I do. Like you got to find your thing. And then some people hate Instagram and they don't want to do Instagram. They would rather just be on LinkedIn or TikTok. And that's fine. Find your one that you enjoy spending time on that you're good at and then really do well on there. And then you can add others with the same filter of, okay, I really like this. I want to get better at it. Often though, sometimes like I don't love email when I first started, but I knew I could, I knew I would be okay with it. And so I went through the uncomfortable phase of learning so that I could just really thrive in it. And that's okay to have. That's not what we're saying is when you shouldn't use it. But when you want to say, which platform do I want to use? Just ask yourself, which one do I like? And then start there and then you can build on more. But as you grow, I see some people think they have to be on every platform and then they're overwhelmed because they haven't really felt comfortable with each one as they go. So they'll say like, oh, I'm not doing well on Instagram, so I'm going to go do YouTube. And I don't think that's the energy to be in as you do it. You want to feel good about each platform you're on and then take that good energy and start another one. Do you see the difference there? And it's not that, okay, maybe you could decide to stop using one you don't like, but if you felt good about it at first and you want to get better at it, see how you can really do well at that and then take that good energy and share it across different platforms. My favorite way to look at this is less work, more reach and it really helps you grow your business. Okay, number three is to find higher quality clients. This is a simple one, but is so profound in what difference it makes because often I will talk to people and they'll know who their ideal client is, but then I'll say, well, who are you talking to when you're making your content? And they'll say, well, the people that don't even know about it and I need to convince them to show them why they want it and that makes it so much harder. And this energy of convincing is the hardest way to sell. If you're having to convince people they want it, that means they don't even think they need it. Why not instead talk to people that know they need help with something, it's something they're wanting to do, and you show them why what you sell will make that easier for them, will make it better for them, will make it happen faster for them. It's not convincing them they want it in the first place. It's showing them how what you sell will make it easier, faster, better for them. Do you see the difference? And when you think about these are the people I'm talking to, it simplifies your marketing so much because you don't feel desperate and you're not having to convince people. When you're having this convincing energy, it makes people feel like, I don't know if I want this and you're just trying to make them want it versus saying, this is what I can do for you. This is the value I have. Do you want it? It makes the invitation so much easier because you can simply invite people to work with you, to buy from you. And you'll see that the people that then show up and do buy from you are that higher quality. They are ready to do the work. They really want the product. They already think it's a beautiful thing. It just changes the whole experience for you and them. Your people get better results faster. Your people love what they bought from you. They see the value. You never had to convince them. You simply saw them this way from the beginning. I love to call these power clients because you are seeing them in their power. 
You're not thinking, well, they have all these doubts and they can't afford this and they're never going to buy it. If you're thinking that about them, that's how you're going to be talking to them when you market versus saying, these are powerful people. They know what they want. They don't waste their time or money. They're all in or all out. And I'm going to help them see this is what they want. And I'm going to just talk to them in their power because these are my power clients. And I love saying this instead of ideal client because it's, it's a similar idea, but it helps you remember to really see them in their power for who they are. And it, you know, I believe it really works with what you're thinking creates what you have in your results, but you have to believe this. Who are you talking to? Where are they? And they will come to you. Number four is to go all in on your business. This is, sounds like obvious, right? Like, well, of course I'm all in on my business, but So often I will see people and they think, well, if this launch doesn't work, I'm out. And if you're feeling that way in the launch, that means that you're not really all in because you're letting the results tell you if the business is working versus you deciding the business is working, that you're going to keep showing up. I've worked through this and I came to this realization of, I like to say, I am the constant. I don't expect results to be constant. I don't expect everything every day to be the same, but I'm the constant. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep serving my people. I'm going to keep talking to them. And when your confidence is in you, not your numbers, you will have the ability to stay, be all in and make the business work. That means you're willing to try different things. That means when things don't go how you want, you give yourself space to feel disappointment, of course, but then you also say, what can I learn from this? What can I use to try again? And a lot of people think successful entrepreneurs just got it right the first time and never had disappointment. And if you talk to any entrepreneur, they will tell you they had launches that didn't go how they wanted. And what made them successful wasn't getting it right the first time, but showing up again and trying again and learning and doing it again. Often we think if I just read this book or take this class, I'll have everything I need and it'll just work. Poof. And there's, there's learning and you learn the best from actually doing. So I always love to tell my clients working with me as your coach, whether it be in a mastermind or one-on-one will help you make that learning easier, faster, working through it, but you still have to be doing things and trying and learning. And the best way to learn is actually doing it. But when you're doing it with an energy of I'm all in, whatever happens with this launch, it's okay because it doesn't define if my business is working. It doesn't define me. I am the constant. I am the confidence in me. And when other people feel that, they're, they're going to want to work with you. They want to buy your product because they see, oh, this, she believes in this. This is something very important to her. And it gives just a totally different energy in what you're selling in the first place. But even if it doesn't work, you keep showing up because you are all in. And when we feel so overwhelmed and stressed in our business, it's often because we're not all in. This is a little hard to swallow, but really let's stay with me here because if you feel stressed, look at why you're so stressed. If you're in a launch, people aren't buying, it's not going how you thought it would. What are you making it mean if it doesn't go how you want it to? 
It's not working. I'm not good enough. This is never going to work. That's what's causing your stress. Your overwhelm. I can't do this. I'm trying everything. It's not working. This is never going to work. Those kind of thoughts are going to create the stress and overwhelm. Same launch, same results. You could be thinking, this is interesting. I'm going to keep showing up. I wonder what else I could do to help people know in their power that this is what they want. They already want it. I'm just going to talk to their natural desires and help them see what they want. You're not going to be as stressed when you're thinking that, right? And this shows where you are all in or if you're waiting for the results to show you that it's working to be in. This takes a lot of self-check, but it makes so much of a difference in how stressed you are day to day in your business and the results you'll get in the long term. Not just every day, every lunch, but in the long term. Number five is you need to be reading books, listening to podcasts, and getting coached on your money mindset. Money is one of my favorite things to talk about with women because the way we are conditioned, the way we were growing up, scarcity is so prevalent in this world. And most people have not so good a relationship with money. And I love the book Happy Money and Rich as F because they both talk a ton about how to be in a relationship with money, how to really feel good about money and how to welcome it into your life. It changes everything. And one of the things I love in Happy Money, he talked to millionaires and said, how does it feel to be wealthy? And they said, I'm not, it doesn't feel that great because So-and-so has more than me. So even at the million-dollar level, people can still be in scarcity. And so your energy towards money is not dependent on the number in your bank account. It is dependent on you, and you get to create that today. But when you want more money, you want to welcome more in, you want to attract it, you want to feel good about it. And I've talked with clients, and there's things with how their parents handled money. There's things with... When they were first married, there's things about how you had a job and something happened. There's so much that can be creating your current mindset around money and just looking at it and finding it. If you do something right now, just take out a journal and just write everything you think about money, no filter, and just see what you're currently thinking about money. And it's blocking you. It blocks more money from coming in. And I remember when I first did this, I thought wanting money is bad. Having too much money when other people are poor is bad. Like these kind of thoughts, of course I wasn't making money and working through this and believing that money is good. Money gives me power and freedom to serve more people. The more money I have, the more I can help others and create everything I want in my life too. Believing that money is a tool to be who you really are. And so money matches you. Like there's plenty of rich people out there that are really bad and do bad things, but it's matching who they are. If you're good and doing good things in your life and having more money will just give you more power to do more good in the world. Looking at this and really seeing where you are with your relationship with money is so important. And it seems like, okay, this isn't a thing to do that will directly bring money in right away, but it will change things so much. And I remember one client I worked with, she came to me directly for this, for money mindset. And even just after one session, she just had so much release of the negative energy she had towards money, the fear of having money. 
and she took off with her business. It just went so well after that. And just seeing that the energy you're in towards money can change so much about your business. Number six is make more offers. Whenever someone comes to me and says, okay, my business isn't doing very well. I love to ask them, how often are you making offers? And they'll say, well, I have a continuous offer or this is always open. But I said, well, how much are you telling people about it? How often are you making it clear? If you want to work with me, if you want this product, this is where you get it. This is how you get it. And you have to get comfortable making more offers. Now, in the department of marketing, it is more important to give value. Value will sell people, but then they have to know how to work with you, how to buy from you. And sometimes I think, and I know I felt at first in my business, like, okay, if I just give value and tell people good stuff, they'll just come running to me wanting to buy. But actually showing people how, what it looks like, what they will get from working with you is just as important too. And getting more comfortable making offers in different ways is so important for your business. And so I love to challenge my clients to make an offer every day. Now it doesn't have to be in the same spot or the same way every day. It could be, okay, today I talked to someone at the park and I told them about my offers. Today I then made it in my stories and I gave some value and then showed them exactly what it is to work with me. And then the next day you make it in your post and you give an informational post that gives just the real what you're doing and how to sign up. Like these are different ways to make offers, but if you believe, okay, have fun, be creative. I need to make an offer today. What could I do that's different than I've ever done? Instead of the drudgery, the dread of like, I don't know, I don't want to do this again. No one bought yesterday. So why would I do it again? That's one of the things I hear the most is like, no one bought yesterday. So why should I do it again? But I love to help people with this. When you come back to being a consumer, Because you wanted something, does that mean you bought it the first time you saw it? Usually not. And when you see things repeatedly in a good energy with value all around it, you like seeing it multiple times and it helps you get out of your own head and to buy things. So giving value and giving some reason for people to buy now helps so much. I remember the other day I went to a company I love and they just have some products and I need some and I put everything in my cart and then I didn't check out. And I like thought about it after and said, what was that? Like, why didn't I check out? And it just happens to people. And it's not that I didn't love the company. I'd bought from them before. But you want to help your people see what you have and make it so they want it now. And that's your job as the business, as the marketer and seller. And you want to help that make it as easy for them as possible. And making more offers is pivotal to this. So if you're not making enough offers, if you're uncomfortable making offers, this is where coaching helps so much because we can look at your strategy and your mindset around it and help you be on fire to really get into making the offers you need to have the money, the business that you're wanting, because the business is value and service and to have money as well. You need all of those parts in your business. And if you are not making offers, of course, people are not buying. It's going to hurt a little bit and sting, but I want you to really feel the power you have. And this goes along with that you are the constant. You keep making the offers. You keep showing up with love and service and the people will come. Okay, number seven is to demonstrate and give people an actual experience with you and not just tell them to work with you. So 
with coaching or service-based businesses, this is really important, especially because if I just see all the time online, I'm just like, you will love this. This is great. Or in this program, you will get, but people like a sample. Think about when you go to Costco and, or another store, but Costco is famous for this, right? They have the sample carts and you want to go try as many samples as you can. And half the time you buy the thing you got a sample of. And so when you demonstrate and give actual value of what you do, it goes so much further. And the thing I hear this, the objection people have the most is like, well, I can't give everything away for free because then what are people paying for? And this is so important to recognize that you want to give everyone some of the actual product and have them experience that transformation. But when you then they buy it from you, you're helping them live it to put it into motion, to put it into implementation. And so people that do the best, the people you trust the most are the people that are just telling you everything they teach. But then when you buy something from them, they're going to take it to the next level and help you really put it into place. This podcast is a great example of that. I'm giving you the actual things I teach my clients, what I help them with. But then if you were to work with me in my mastermind, you would have more implementation, help actually finding the spots where it's hard for you and getting over those and actually putting it and having a coach and a group of women looking at it with you makes it so much more easy to apply than just learning it. But it's the same information. And when you just give of your information freely, you're coaching freely, people feel that energy of giving to give and they want it. They see how much value you have and they want more. They want to come buy from you. And so look at it. And if you're wanting to sell something right now, see what else could you give? How could you demonstrate this more? And people will see the value you have and want more of it. Not everybody, but the right people, your power clients will. Okay. And number eight, the last one is to reinforce your belief in yourself and the value of what you do and sell. This comes to confidence and really putting your confidence in yourself. Because if you don't think you're good enough, why would anyone else? And it's normal to be human and have these insecurities and doubts in ourselves. Nothing's wrong with you. Everybody has these. I remember I've had them my whole life. We all have. But when I was younger, I thought I was the only one because everyone seems so happy and confident and they're not sharing with you their insecurities. They're not telling you what they really think about themselves but learning to be very conscious of what you're thinking about yourself, what you're believing about your business and the value it has is everything in being able to then be in this energy of confidence and power and passion and gratitude that will attract people to you first off in the feminine way. And second, will make it so much easier to keep showing up and keep helping people. And there will always be some people that say no. Not everyone is going to say yes to buying from you, but believing that the right people will say yes at the right time, that you're enough, that you are good at what you do, that you are helping people, that you have enough value today to sell. It doesn't mean you're not going to keep learning. It doesn't mean you're going to get better. It doesn't mean you're not going to refine your product and make it even more valuable, but where you are today, what you have today is enough. People want it. It will help people. That is so important in just 
believing in yourself and the value of what you sell. You have to find these limiting beliefs and shift them. And this is what sets you on fire and gives you the power to do everything you do. And as a life coach, of course, I believe in this power and teach it all the time because I have seen the difference it makes for me and for so many of my clients as they look at what's holding them back and the power you have. What I love to say is what is in your power always is your energy with your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions. So often we get so caught up in controlling other things and like, how can I make people buy? But if you just come back to what's in your power, your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, that's what will set you free and give you the power to focus on what will work in your business and what won't because you can't make people buy, but you can show up in a different energy. You can be who you really are. You can believe in yourself and the value of what you sell and show up consistently over and over again, because you know, it will change people's lives. And I actually have a bonus. I said it was the last one at eight, but I have one more for you. And it is so important to not work 24 seven. And you will say, of course, I'm not working 24 seven. But what I ask women when they are struggling and stressed, I say, how much are you thinking about your business? And I know I've been there at times where I'm with my family. I'm saying it's family time, but all I'm thinking about is what else can I do? Who could I contact? What else can I make this work? And it can even be good stuff. I'm not necessarily um, stressed or worried about it. I'm just, I'd rather think about, okay, what could I do for my next podcast episode? And this is why it's so good to have a place on your phone. If you have an idea and you're living your life, write it down and move on so that you can be present and enjoy all the parts of your life. Especially as a woman, you have other things you want to do. Your business does not define you. It is a part of you, but it is not all of you. And so learning to spend time with your families, doing personal things for yourself, having hobbies, growing as a person of who you are, because this business is not to define you and make your life. It is to be an asset to your life. And I love to say wealth without living is not wealth at all. So if your business is taking over your life, let's readjust that and see how we can make it sustainable for you to still live your life and grow. And there's some myth, misconception out there that it's not possible that you can't enjoy life and grow a business. And this is not true. I have worked with so many of my mentors and my own clients and of course myself, where this is pivotal to running a business to us. We don't want it to take over our lives. And this is so important in running your business the feminine way and not letting it take over your life. This actually will help your business grow. Because as you focus on this, you're less stressed, you're less overwhelmed, you're more present. This is where creativity lives. When you're in, I have to make this work, it's all I think about, so much easier for pressure to exist there. And pressure shuts down your creativity, shuts down the fun. It's all about, I did it or I didn't. And it's proving yourself, it's exhausting. And so it's hard to run your business and grow it when you're in this energy. But when you're believing it's working, you're giving yourself time to not think about it, not just not do it, but not think about it. You'll be amazed at how much more productive and creative you are when you are working and you'll be able to be authentic and running your business 
and show up and make offers more consistently. Like all of this goes together, but it will help your business grow. I hope that as you have listened to this today, you really can feel the power that you have to 10X your business in as short as six months. You really can by implementing these eight bonus of nine things that will really help you grow your business more today. It's easier than you think, but it does take conscious awareness of what you're doing, what's not working, and using these to really be on fire. And just like I mentioned, my mastermind is open. There are only four spots and it is for six months, you will get to implement all of this. This is exactly what we're going to be talking about in different forms. We have a different subject every month, but we talk about it and we coach about it. We work on it as a group. You have accountability. You have friends. You're thriving with coaching, teaching, and community to take all of this and 10x your business in as short as six months. If this sounds like what you're wanting some help with, I will leave a link in the information of this episode so that you can get your spot because this will set you on fire. It can be fun to run your business and really do it the feminine way. And I would love to help you. So if you're wanting this, you can click on the link in the show notes and I will see you soon in the Ambitious Women Mastermind. And if anything, definitely take these eight plus one, nine steps and look at them and see what you can do better to really live this in your life and 10X your business this year, right now, before the year's over, let's 10X your business. All right. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening today to this episode. And I hope it has really helped you to fill your power to do business as a woman in the feminine way. If this really helped you today, all I ask is that you share it with someone else that you think it will help too. When we all share with each other and work together as women in business, we all thrive.